We're not here to exclude boys from tech. We're here to include more women in a field that's been historically dominated by men. But if tech is shaping the future, then women need an equal chance at shaping this future. and welcome back to Cast Teacherly. I'm your host, Ashna Matani, and on today's episode of Cast Teacherly, we are welcoming Paula Doja, co-founder and lead developer at Imagi Labs. Thank you so much for joining us today, Paula. Uh, thank you so much for having me, Ashna. It's a pleasure to have you. And on today's episode, I'm really excited. We want to talk about girls in technology and girls using technology. So I think a good place to start, Paula, would be for you to tell our listeners a little bit about yourself and what got you started on this journey of empowering girls with technology. Yeah. So my name is Paula, and I'm one of the co-founders and also the lead developer at Labs, which is a Stockholm-based startup with a mission of getting more girls into tech and equipping and empowering them to shape the future with tech. So I graduated from NYU Abu Dhabi a couple of years ago with a bachelor's degree in computer science. Um, And during my studies at NYU Abu Dhabi, I met my current co-founders, Dora and Beatrice. So they were also pursuing STEM-related degrees. And during my sophomore year and their respective senior years, we co-founded the student group called Women Empowered in STEM, so we STEM. So that our journey with, I guess, getting more girls interested in STEM and technology right. started way back then in college. Wow. Um, and then after, yeah, so that's we have a history of that. Yeah. And we STEM is still a really active student group, uh, as far as I know, on campus. So it's really great to see that still going on. But throughout my time at NYU Abu Dhabi, so I studied computer science and I also had internships as a software engineer. Oh, wow. Okay. And then after graduating, I thought that I would just continue on my journey as a software engineer. So I moved to Hong Kong and I worked at Goldman Sachs and I was in there, I guess, one of their technology teams. And during my time at Goldman Sachs, Dora and Beatrice reached out to me and it turned out that meanwhile, they had been pursuing their master's. And they had co-founded a startup together, um, which was Imagi Labs, and they were looking for someone to help them out with their iOS app. So I had pretty limited iOS experience, but it was something I wanted to learn more about. Yeah. Um, so I volunteered to help out with that. So I was still working full-time in Hong Kong and sort of like moonlighting for Imagi Labs. And then I realized uh, as I was working with them that I enjoyed the work I was doing for them much more than I did my (laughs) daily office job. Yeah. So I started working with them in September uh, after graduating. And then in April, we got this awesome opportunity to go to Apple's headquarters uh, in Cupertino in California. Oh, wow. And spend two weeks in their offices as part of Apple's entrepreneur camp which is, um, I guess, an initiative aimed towards female-founded companies, which have some sort of iOS app. So we spent two weeks there, and that's where I really, we really got to work together physically on the same product. And I really enjoyed my time there with them. And that's when I decided that I wanted to do this full-time and join the team as a founder. So yeah, so that's kind of when I decided to make that jump. So then I moved to Stockholm last August, and I've been here ever since working on our mission of getting more girls interested in tech. 
Oh my gosh, what an inspiring journey. So you've done a little bit of everything. <laughs> yeah, it feels like that. Yeah. Wow, amazing. And so what exactly does Imagilabs do and how does it provide girls with coding skills? So at Imagilabs, uh, we believe that it's important to give actual technical skills to girls since there are a lot of, I guess, organizations around women in STEM, but we really wanted the more scalable solution to get girls interested in actually coding. Right. So we have an app, uh, a mobile app, available on both iOS and Android. And we also have a hardware product. So we're, I guess we're a hardware startup and it's called the MagiCharm. And it's a okay. keychain accessory, which has a display of LEDs. So it's an eight by eight grid, I guess, of LEDs, which you can program to show animations by writing code in the Imagilabs app. So it connects to your phone via Bluetooth and enables you to, I guess, express your creativity with code. So that's the product that we're working on. And then we also do a lot of workshops around, I guess, the app and the Imagicharm. And we're just also enabling classrooms to use Whoa. this as a teaching solution. Right. So all of the coding is based via the app or is it also done online, like through a website, for example? So, so in the app, you code in Python. So we're teaching an actual programming language since a lot of solutions for kids tend to teach block programming, which is kind of like, okay. I guess, the precursor to learning how to actual code. So yeah, so we teach Python and there, we also have a web app, but it's currently in beta. Okay. Uh, and the reason for the web app is that we found that like in a classroom environment, Chromebooks, for example, tend to be more popular than iPads or phones. Right. So yeah, so we have a web app as well. Okay, fantastic. And what kind of age range of girls does this current technology work for? Or is it just any range? So we initially aimed for 12 to 16. Uh, and the reason for that is that there have been a lot of studies around the girls' interest in tech and in STEM in general. Yes. So it turns out that up until the age of 12, about 80% of girls expressed an interest in STEM and in tech. Okay. And then by the age of 16, this interest drops down to about 20%. Oh, wow. So we really wanted to make a solution that would keep girls engaged. It turns out that they are engaged up to a certain age, but then this interest drops off. Right. And there are a lot of like products out there which target younger girls and then a lot of products which, tar which target uh, like older women, I guess. Yes. So there was this gap where there wasn't something specifically for that age group. So that's what we aimed for. But we, it turns out that um, we have a lot of like younger and also older users. So I guess it looks more like our age group would be like maybe 9 to 17, like maybe like starting from, I guess, middle school up until when you go to your first like university class. Okay, fantastic. And is it typically something that they do within the classroom or in a school environment? Or is it is it quite independent as well? Is it, is it something that they can kind of learn and pick up on their own? Yeah, so it can be used in both scenarios. And for us, it was really important that they see this as something they can do in their own time and like in their free time and on the go since it's on their phone, because we wanted the motivation for them to learn coding to come from themselves, not necessarily their parents or their teachers. Yeah. But it can also be used in a classroom environment. And within, so we have the Imagilabs app within which we have learning content that you can go through on your own. Okay. And then we also have some external learning content, which is also meant for individual learning. And we're currently in the process of creating a package of, I guess, like classroom content. So specifically like slide decks for teaching uh, using the Imagilabs app in a classroom setting. Okay, great. So it, it's, it's, it's usable for kind of any scenario, whether a student wanted to kind of learn it independently or a school wanted to take it on for all of their students. Yeah, or someone could start, for example, learning in their classroom and then continue learning on their own since they have the app uh, and can continue doing so. Fantastic. Yeah, amazing. And and so far, how have the students responded to using your technology? So we really see that they find it to be the right mix of fun and challenge. 
uh, and they also see it as an outlet for their creativity uh, and while at the same time gaining valuable skills. And beyond just the skills, they also see it as a way of being introduced and belonging to a larger community of like-minded girls interested in STEM. And I think one important thing is that we really try to lower the barrier to entry because normally when you start learning computer science, there's a lot of work you have to do just to get to writing your first line of code. So they really find this to be non-intimidating. And they also really enjoy that they can actually see the output of what they create in the real world, basically through the Imagi Charm. Yeah. Uh, but the app is completely yeah. usable without the Imagi Charm. So yeah, it works both ways. Okay, fantastic. And you mentioned um, a sense of community and collaboration. Do, do the girls, do you mean like, is it when they work together or is there more to the community within the app? Yeah, so the app itself has a, a, a there's an in-app community where you can actually share the projects you create oh, and wow. you can comment on them and you can interact with others and you can get inspired by the code that they write and then put your own spin on it, um, which is a big part of tech in general. There's a lot of collaboration going on. Oh, wow. Yeah, so we have that. And then we have our we have a group of teenage ambassadors. We call them our Imagi Girls, okay. who've been around with us for over a year now. And they also contribute a lot to just creating this sense of like mentorship. And they've turned into, I guess, role models for our younger users. And so through the app, can they contact one another and ask for help or ask for feedback on certain things? So the app itself doesn't have a messaging feature, but it does have a commenting feature. So there are conversations okay. going on in like the comments of a specific project uh, around like, oh, like, how did you make that? Or like, how do I learn more about this? So, yeah. Oh, and we also have a Discord server where our users interact with each other and we can also interact with them. And there's a lot of activity on there as well. Wow. So it's very empowering, isn't it? I hope so. <laughs> yeah. And like, it's really important for us that girls see other girls like them uh, coding. I think that's super important. And that's something you don't see a lot of otherwise. That's true. Because cause if you just take a minute and think about like social media, it's very different to rather than seeing girls in technology. I think it's it's two very different worlds and it works really nicely for the technology that you have. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And as a female entrepreneur yourself, have you faced any difficulties trying to break into the tech industry? So I guess as I was saying, I started out in the tech industry, not as an entrepreneur, but instead as a software engineer. Right. And back then, uh, it was very noticeable to me that I was like one of the very few women in the room or in my teams. Right. And this often led to me questioning myself on whether like I truly belonged there. And if I was just like a diversity hire, which uh, no. women hear a lot. Yeah. Um, however, being an entrepreneur and being in charge of like a company's tech stack uh, has really increased my confidence in myself as a technologist. Of course, yeah. So it's been a really valuable experience for me in that way. And as for difficulties as an entrepreneur, I think being at an impact-driven startup that's less focused on monetary profit would be tough regardless of gender. And then it's especially tough as a woman because there's a lot of studies and stats out there on how women receive much less funding than than men. Right. But thankfully, we have been able to find like-minded investors who truly believe in our mission and are in it not just for the monetary benefits, yeah. but also the societal ones and for the impact. And Stockholm is really a great place to be doing this since I guess Sweden in general and the Nordics are really focused on gender equality and getting more women into tech and STEM. Yeah. And I believe that often for Labs, you guys get asked why girls and you've also been accused of being sexist. What is it that you typically say to people when they make these comments? Yeah, so we, we definitely have had a lot of not so positive comments regarding our products focus on girls. Uh, and I was so frustrated by this. At one point, I like wrote an article on this. So you can find it if you look up my name on Medium. Yeah. But I guess long story short, we're, we're not here to exclude boys from tech. 
we're here to include more women in tech in a field that's been historically dominated by men. Absolutely. And we just want to make women realize that their involvement in tech is crucial to a more gender equal society. Since we think that if tech is shaping the future, then women need an equal chance at shaping this future, given that they play an equal role in it, right? Yeah. And I think as one disclaimer, I should just say that our product can and has been used by both girls and boys. So it's not like we don't let boys <laughs> use our app. Of course, yeah. But given our mission, however, our user research is really focused on girls and their needs and preferences and their interests. Uh, because our goal is to show them that coding can indeed be integrated into their daily lives and can be aligned with their interests. Um, and uh, we actually had a couple of students here in Stockholm do their thesis on Imagilabs, and they just gave oh, wow. a presentation to us last week. Right. So as part of their thesis, they actually interviewed some of our Imagi girls or some of our, like I guess, super users um, yeah. to find out more about why they're so involved with Imagilabs and what they find interesting about it. Yeah. And one interesting thing that these girls said was that they think it's really important to have a space where they feel secure enough to engage in STEM skills, where like there are more girls than boys, because they feel like when there's a space where that is targeting both girls and boys, boys tend to take up a bigger part in that Very space. Yeah. So that's been super important to them. And that's what we try to do um, at the Magilabs. So yeah, girls tend to be more confident in things that are particularly targeted towards them. So we really try to make Imagilabs a place where they feel comfortable trying out new things and coding. Yeah, amazing. And is Imagilabs currently globally based or is it just based in Stockholm? So we are headquartered in Stockholm, but I guess we have a pretty global team. Uh, so we've had a lot of remote employees, not just during COVID, but from the start. And we've had a lot of involvement from NYUAD uh, students and alumni, um, which who are all over the world. Yeah, so we've had people. So we have people helping out from Abu Dhabi, from Japan, uh, from the U.S. And at one point, when I was in Hong Kong, we had a call that was Hong Kong, Stockholm, Los Angeles. It was like spanning the whole. Uh, oh wow! All the time zones. So yeah. So I guess we have. So we're based in Stockholm, but none of us are actually Swedish. So that's another international aspect to it. <laughs> Yeah. So yeah, I guess we, but again, like right now, our focus is mainly on Sweden, but also the US and the UK. And the reason for that is that our app is in English, our learning content is in English, and we don't have the resources yet to localize it. Right. So that's why we're focusing more on, I guess, English speaking countries or and in Sweden, everyone tends to speak English really well. So that's also a benefit for us. Yeah, absolutely. And what would your advice be to any teachers who are trying to get more hands-on in technology or if they're looking at incorporating more coding for their female students? Yeah, so I think there are a lot of online resources for coding. And I think coding is one of those skills that is like suited for learning online. Yeah. And I think, yeah, I think the Magilabs app is also just a great way to get started with coding, even if you're not a teenage girl. Um, Absolutely. So that's one solution. And I've actually been recently working on, uh, I guess, learning content and specifically how teachers can use it in their classrooms. And I have so much respect right. for the teaching process. It's so difficult to teach a subject. Um, oh, absolutely. And we're working in collaboration with teachers to make sure that the content we make is actually suited for like classroom experiences, especially online classroom experiences, which I yeah. think are very different from in-person uh, yeah. workshops. And then in terms of, I guess, like advice for them to like empower more women or more girls to pursue tech. I think growing up, um, I had, so I grew up in Romania and I noticed that I had teachers who like, they believed that men were more inclined towards coding and this would translate to the way they interacted with their students. For example, they would like expect less from their female students because they thought like they couldn't perform up to like the male students in their class. 
Um, and I understand why this bias exists. And I think that it's it's okay to have this bias, but you should understand that you have it and actively try to like not actually display it to your to your students. Um, and so you should actively encourage true, girls to pursue STEM-related fields. And also one more important thing that is, I think, specific to girls is that we tend to be much more afraid of failure and making mistakes. And making mistakes is a big part of learning how to code and I think learning in general. <laughs> so I think really telling them that making mistakes is important and that they will learn from their errors and things that go wrong. Um, fantastic. You can really tell how passionate you are about technology and girls using it and just in general, like getting your hands around technology. Yeah, I guess I've been like fully involved in this, I guess, for the past year. Um, so yeah, Imagine Labs is on my mind a lot and I'm always thinking about how we can make this even better experience for, for girls and for teachers. Yeah, you can definitely tell. And in terms of downloading the app, is it free to use? Yeah, so the app is free to use. It's available on both the App Store and the Play Store. Um, and then we also have a web app, but it's in beta, but you can access it at imagilabs.com slash app. So yeah, and it's completely free to use. Um, and then we also have the Imagicharm, which is available on our website and also on Amazon. And if you get an Imagicharm, you, it also comes along with extra learning content. So that's another perk of getting an Imagicharm. Fantastic. So to all of our listeners, make sure you check out their website to find out more about their pricing and their charms. Um, unfortunately, Paula, we are running out of time. Is there anything else you'd like to add for any of our listeners? Yeah, I think the, the questions are really good. So I pretty much covered everything I wanted to share. Great. Well, thank you. Thank you so much for being a part of Cast Teacherly and sharing your journey and telling us about Imagi Labs. I feel really inspired and I'm sure all of our listeners do as well. Thank you. And for those of you interested in hearing more about Paula or our Women in Leadership event, you can check out our YouTube channel to check out our panelist recording. Thank you for tuning in to Cast Teacherly and have a lovely day. Bye.